0: Hurricane season is done, and they are now moving in, into off-season mode and going over the hurricanes off-season checklist and just what they need to get accomplished this off-season. In today's episode of Locked On Hurricanes, you're locked on hurricanes. Every day, and today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. And as always, I'd like to thank you for making Locked On Hurricanes your first listen of this Monday afternoon. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at lo underscore hurricanes, myself on Twitter at Ellis underscore ninety six, and subscribe on YouTube. And in today's episode, folks. We will be starting with the Carolina Hurricanes off-season checklist. We'll obviously be going more in-depth on this stuff the off-season goes as stuff develops because we got a while before September with training camp and preseason and then October with the regular season. We got a long time to go. lot's going to happen between now and then. So this is really going to be a brief, Overview of what they need to get accomplished this off season. We'll be going more in depth in all of this as the off season progresses. But first and foremost for me, when it comes to this off season, is the guys need to get healthy. When they were doing their exit interviews, you know there was you know some stuff coming out about some injuries, and we'll go more in depth on interviews when we are grading the players on, on their season yeah you know, a few that just stood out to me was you know freddie anderson yeah you know, having his torn mcl in that game against said he was really close to coming back and you know how we made the conference final you know maybe we would have been seeing him play right now i don't know that's just you know one of his big what-ifs, you know, on the season at this point. Nothing we really do now. But, you know, I want him, you know, to get fully healthy. You know, and, you know, at this point, you know, he's kind to of have plenty of time to rest and get healthy. But then you have Auntie Ronta, you know. He he had, uh, I believe it was a sprained neck. Posture not hit in the first round. And then in game seven against the Rangers, now he, and I think it was an MCL sprain or a tear. I'm not, I don't remember what exactly it was, but it was yeah, you know, MCL injury and it's going to take six, eight weeks to recover. He'll obviously be fine, you know, come start of the season, but, you know, yet another injury. And, you know, being a goalie, you know, knee injury like, that's a big deal. That's a big freaking deal. I mean, it's a big deal for anyone, whether you're a hockey player, basketball player, football player, whatever. Or if you're just a regular guy or a girl, it's obviously a big deal. But, yeah, for a goalie, that's a really significant injury. And I want them to have plenty of time to rest up and recover. And then you also had Seth Jarvis, you know, with his concussion that he got in that game as well from that Jacob Truba hit. He said that he remembers getting hit. Watching a little bit of the power play and and a little bit of the third period and yes, me take him home. Outside of that, he really doesn't remember anything till about midday of the next day. So really big gap in his memory there from that hit. So obviously, you know, want him to be able to get healthy. You know, concussions are serious and you know one like that is a big deal. So want him, you know, to take the time that he needs to get healthy. And I'm sure there are also other guys, you know, that had some injuries that maybe not as significant as any of these right here, you know, maybe something a little bit more minor. But, you know, this stuff is, you know, I want these guys to get healthy because right there at the end it just seems like everyone was going down with injuries. Um, you had Jordan Martin go out earlier in the playoff as well, as well as deal with stuff throughout the season. You had Brendan Smith you know, had some injuries during the season as well. You know, want these guys to get healthy and be ready to play hockey next season, whether it's with the Hurricanes or with someone else. First and foremost is always going to be getting these players healthy, letting them rest up, Surgery to get the surgeries that they need. And, yeah, that that's the biggest thing is just get these guys healthy. And on a more positive note, I mean, we're talking about guys getting hurt and potentially having to have surgeries. And one guy that has had his surgeries and is ready to go, a big takeaway from the exit interviews is Jake Gardner. He's ready to go. He obviously, had help all season long. He had to have multiple surgeries. So, he's ready to go for next season. It's the last season of his contract, and he missed the entire season. There, It's not fun. But, yeah, he's going to be ready to go. And I think that'll be an interesting thing when it comes to uh, free agency and re-signing people and and trades that may be made because he's going to be ready to go this season, or this coming up season. So, that'll be interesting, but... He's been cleared. He's ready to go. I'm sure uh, his off season will be uh, pretty busy with getting back into game shape and ready to go. Obviously, I'm sure he's been doing stuff regardless, but you know, getting him back and ready to go, I think that'll be big uh, for the Hurricanes to see how that goes. But like I said, the biggest thing is getting guys healthy. You know, 82 game season plus playoff. That takes wear and tear on their bodies. You know, even if you know they didn't get "quote unquote" hurt, still a lot of wear and tear. And these guys, they, obviously, we'd all love to still be seeing them play right now. But let them have a break. You know, rest up and you know, not be in pain. Pretty much, you know that takes a takes a lot out of them so I want these guys to get healthy and rest and be ready to go next season because next season is definitely going to be one where they need to get over that hump I've said multiple times that it feels like you're in that boat of the twenty tens, uh, Lightning, Capitals, you know, those teams are so good in the regular season. But you know, come playoff time they fall short. You know, it seems like you know, or heck, I mean, not to the extent of the Leafs, but it's like they're such a good regular season team, but come playoff time, they're having trouble getting over that hump. And I think this off season is gonna be one where we see a lot of changes roster maybe even some personnel changes when it comes to like some of the assist coaches and whatnot. not I think we're going to see a lot of changes because you had such a historic regular season to kind of go out on a disappointing note that sucks and I think everyone knows it's going to be a lot of changes this off season with the team and with the arena of course as well but yeah, it's going to be an off season, and one big thing is going to be these free agents. Uh, who do we let walk, and who do we decide to bring back? That's a because there's a lot of guys, you know, just on the Hurricanes roster alone, not including the Wolves, that they got to make some decisions on. And we will quickly dive into those right after this quick break this episode is brought to you by athletic greens ag1 is a lifestyle friendly whether you eat keto paleo vegan dairy-free or gluten-free it contains less than one gram of sugar no gmos no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good ag1 supports better sleep quality and recovery it's just a mental clarity and alertness it's One of the best things about it is Athletic Greens uses the best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than going and getting a cold brew every day. It's cheaper than getting all those different supplements as well. You're investing in -in all-in-one nutritional insurance. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. It's recommended by professional athletes, trusted by leading health experts such as Tim Ferriss and Michael Gervais. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day, that's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements, so look out for your health. To make it eat Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs your first purchase all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com nhl network again that is athleticgreens.com nhl network to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance now folks Looking at the free age for the hurricanes, and we're just going to discuss the hurricanes here. We're not going to discuss the guys on the wolves in this particular episode because that could be a whole different thing because there's a lot of guys there that the hurricanes and wolves organizations are going to have to make a decision on those guys. So we're just going to focus on the hurricanes here. I think first and foremost is, you know, we got a lot of guys and we can't can't keep everyone. And I think you're going to need some big changes this offseason because you can't keep rolling with these same group of guys. Yes, you had a great, great regular season, but you're struggling in the playoffs and it wouldn't surprise me just looking at these lists of guys, if the majority of these guys are not suiting up in Hurricanes uniforms this year, or next year, excuse me, really wouldn't surprise me. And I think, yeah, you know, we look at these guys, There are two names that really stand out to me that they need to resign. First and foremost is Nino Niederreiter. Yeah, bring him back. That man deserves to get paid. He played his butt off this season and in the postseason as well. He was one of a few bright spots in the Carolina Hurricanes postseason. He was great. And I think really the issue is going to be the money there with him. And we'll see what it ends up being. We have got a little bit of time to wait on that. And, but he is. First and foremost, the first guy you need to resign. I have yet to see someone disagreed with that. But Nino you know, Niederreiter, absolutely bring him back. But secondly, I think the Hurricanes should bring back Vincent Trochik. I know they were having some extension talks earlier in the season, but they kind of tabled that stuff to focus on the playoff push. We'll see how that goes. Oh, that's another guy that you know. I think they really need to try to bring back. But it's also got wouldn't necessarily surprise me if they don't bring him back if they can't get anything. But you know, looking at what they had to give up to get him, I I really think they need to make a move to get to bring him back. They really kind of viewed him as a key piece to really get over that hump. And he's, in my opinion, he has had some key issues since he's been here. But overall, he has been really, really good. And I think that's really someone that the Hurricanes need to get back. Out of all the other guys, I take it or leave it with a lot of them. Uh, I think everyone else going somewhere else. Uh, but you know, we're going to dive into him. Stephen Lawrence, that's obviously a fan favorite guy. I think everyone still like to see him back. but. And I do think he has something to offer for the Hurricanes. I think he's a good depth guy. But, you know, I think, you know, you also need to really – I mean, we'll talk about it more later of how to improve, but the Hurricanes really need to add a top goal scorer on their team because depth scoring can only take you but so far. We've been seeing that for the past four postseasons. Depth scoring can only take you so far. But, yeah, I do think that they need to have some quality bottom six guys and quality bottom line because that's been an issue in the past where they had, like, three really good NHL-level lines, but then you have an AHL line for your fourth line. So you do need to work at bring bottom guys back. I do think Stephen Lawrence is probably your best guy to bring back there. I think, you know, he had some real stability there. And, you know, he's a guy that, you know, now has some NHL experience under his belt, and he has use there to kind of carry that as well because, you know, Jordan Martin, you can only be going for so long, you know. Yeah, Spirit Coteney, I I think, yeah, he's a guy that they inked him to that long deal. I think he may be moving up out of that fourth-line center role. I think he may be moving up in the lineup. We'll just have to see where that goes. I think Stephen Lawrence, he's a good guy to, you know, bring back there. Uh, Martin Natchez is definitely a guy that he had a pretty down year this year. I think that's really going to be something that hurts him in negotiating, whether it be with the hurricanes or somewhere else. Yeah, you know, had he kept going on the way he on the trajectory that he was, I think yeah, he would have been a no brainer to bring back in. I do hope this was just a down for him. We saw Nino Rider he had that a couple of years ago, now he's bounced back, and now he's a like, yeah, got to bring that guy back type of guy. So I do hope that is the case with Martin H. And he does have a tremendous amount of upside. He's a really young guy, and he's one that could be someone that really helps carry your team you know, in the years to come. But again, he had such a down year this year. It doesn't look expendable. It really does. It made him look expendable at the trade deadline. It made him look expendable before the trade deadline. And now, now it's making him look expendable come off-season time. Maybe they get something done. Maybe they don't. I, he's a guy I could really... I'm kind of 50-50 on him. I really am. Uh, Derek Stepon is a guy that you know, I do think yeah, he would add some value on that bottom line some a veteran presence down there as well. And yeah, you know, he was good whenever he did play. But I was saying he didn't he wasn't aimed. he was kinda in and out of the lineup. So like okay, you a consistent you weren't holding down a consistent roster spot or lineup spot. They bring him back. I, I really won your deal. That's why I really don't know. I, that's why I wouldn't surprise if he's somewhere else. Maybe, maybe you know, if they a ball contract. No, maybe. I don't know. But he's a guy, like I said, it wouldn't surprise me if he's if he's gone. Ethan Bear, same boat as Martin H. This guy with a lot of upside, but really did not live up to expectations this year, in my opinion. So again, that makes him look expendable, in my opinion. And you, quite often, yeah, you know, he's a guy that couldn't very much like Derek Stefan, couldn't hold down a consistent roster spot. He didn't even play in the playoffs. So, yeah, he's a guy. Wouldn't surprise me if he's somewhere else next year. Yeah, he has upside, and I think you know he's in a good spot to develop. But and he was a guy that evidently may have been battling some injuries. And yeah, he was dealing with some long term COVID effects. So yeah, I'm sure that did affect his play as well. But even before that, still did not look great, in my opinion at least. So he's a guy that wouldn't surprise me if he's gone. And yeah, I think yeah, he he's a guy that he needs to be somewhere where he can build confidence because he did look scared, you know, when he'd get around the net, didn't know what to do. And yeah, you know, his defensive game is lacking a little bit, in my opinion. And, but he's in a good spot to develop. But whether or not they take a chance on him and bring him back, we'll just have to wait and see. Ian Cole, very much like Derek Stepan, yeah, you know, he had a consistent roster spot, which is good. But yeah, you know, he is a guy that. You know, short, one-term veteran deal. Do they bring him back? Do they not? I don't really know. He's a guy that a case could be made either way. You know, he was good, but not great. He was definitely shaky at times, but he did provide stability there on that third pairing when you had got Brendan Smith and Ethan Barry swapping in and out of that sec- that second third pairing spot all season long. So, I, I don't know there. And then Speaking of Brendan Smith, he was swapping in and out with Ethan Bear all the time. And for, you know, the first little over half of the season, he really looked out of place. He looked like he was struggling out there. But, you know, whenever he came back from his head injury, he looked way, way better. And, and you know, he really brought some physicality and, you know, I think, you know, during the playoffs, you know, for the most part, he looked pretty good. And he's a guy where I think they could bring him back. But whether or not they do, I don't know. It a lot of these guys are big question marks. I think Nino Niederreiter, Vincent Trocek, or Nino Niederreiter being the for sure they need to bring him back. Vincent Trocek, I think they should. Whether or not they get it done, I don't know. And finally... We got to talk about him as Tony D'Angelo. He's a restricted free agent this off season, but he's a guy where I am very much on the fence of whether or not they bring him back because uh, offensively he had a hell of a regular season. And I think that, you know, you look at that. Okay. Yeah. Make that helps his case to get re signed, whether it's for the Hurricanes or going somewhere else, you know, with his issues that he's had, you know, that kind of pushed him out of the NHL as a whole. So, I think that you know, you look at that, okay, that's really going to help his negotiating. He has a lot of leverage there. But you also look at his defensive lapses. He really, really needs to work on his defensive game. That is going to be really big because that was something that we saw a lot of. I go back to it all the time. Game up in Pittsburgh where he just completely abandoned Sidney Crosby. And Pittsburgh Sidney Crosby did what he does and went down and scored a goal. And... You know, there's quite a bit of that during the playoffs of him you know, having four, four checking, back checking, and just not being good defensively. And I think that they should look to upgrade in terms of defense when it comes to that first pairing partner for Jacob Slavin. And frankly, to help their reputation. Uh, but again, like was said whenever they signed Tony D'Angelo in the first place. uh, They're a professional sports team. They're going to do what's best for business, regardless of whether it hurts my feelings, your feelings, whoever. And it sucks. It really does suck because signing Tony D'Angelo really, really hurt the Hurricanes' reputation and drove a lot of fans away. And same with trading for Max Stone. He's, yeah, I do not think will be that. But, you know, his reputation really hurting the Hurricanes. And had Tony had a bad season, then, okay, yeah, he's gone. But now, yeah, he had a good offensive season, record-setting offensive season. Do they bring him back? Do they not? You know, what it sounds like, they want to bring him back. He's I've seen you know, several articles being put out there that he's the guy, along with Nino Rider and Trochek, that the hurricanes need him back. So that's one that I, I don't know. I because he's definitely going he very much outperformed that contract that he was given the one year one million. So do they bring him back? Do they not? I think it's really going to come down to money because he's definitely going to be asking for more than $1 million, for sure. And the Hurricanes do have to look out for a future as well. But, you know, you're know, you going to have other guys coming up here soon as well. Jordan Stahl, he's going to be on the last year of his deal. they are not seeking an extension this offseason, so we'll see what happens. You, know, you got a lot of other key guys coming up within the next couple of years, so... You know, you don't want to be super pressed up against the cap. And now you're also going to have Jake Gardner coming back. I think, you know, he's, you know, with him being out all year, I think that was a bit of the reason why the Canes went out and got as many defensively as they did. And with him coming back, definitely some of these other guys, Ethan Bear, Ian Cole, Brendan Smith, Not all those guys can come back. Same with Tony. Not all these guys can come back because Jake is going to be coming back this year and or next year. So we'll we'll see what happens there. But there's a lot to digest this offseason when it comes to re-signing guys and letting guys walk. And we will of course be talking more about those as time goes on. We still got quite a bit of time for pre-agency open, and guys can be gone or stay. Obviously, I mean, they could sign an extension right now. But, you know, whether or not these guys stay or go, we got a little bit of time to talk about that and speculate of whether or not what's going to happen, as well as guys that the Hurricanes could potentially bring in to look to improve the roster as well. And we will decide and look at how the Hurricanes can improve their team right after this quick break. Now, folks, the Carolina Hurricanes season may be done, but we got the NBA finals going on. The NHL or the NBA or the NHL conference finals going on right now. And whichever one you want to bet on, betonline is your number one source for all of your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's basketball. Championship, NHL Conference Finals, Major League Baseball, and of course the latest fighting news from MA, UFC, and boxing. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the games start. Now, we've obviously talked about this a little bit as the seasons went on. And in the playoffs as well. But, you know, I think, you know, a really big thing that the Hurricanes are going to need to look to improve upon for next season is their power play. That is going to be really, really big. Penalty kill was fine. Penalty kill was great this year. Playoffs, eh, a little shaky. But as a whole, penalty killing was great this year. I'm not really worried about that. But the power play is where we faltered. Especially in the playoffs, could not cap up. Really since the beginning of March, power play sucked. And it's very hit and miss. You have times where it looked good and then it's very hot and cold. Look good this game, look crap this game. And you know, it's we need some consistency there. And I think that is really going to come down to a dedicated power play coach. I think that is going to be really big for the Hurricanes to look to improve that. That was something that was talked about in post-game seven in the exit interviews that special teams has been the downfall of this team in the playoffs for the past four postseasons. It's struggling there on the power play and special teams as a whole. They are really going to need to work on that this offseason. I think that is really just going to need a massive overhaul i think you know, come whenever these guys start practicing again that our play is going to need to be a very very big thing that they work on whenever training camp hits whenever regular season practice hits and throughout all of next season power play is really going to need to be something that they really look to improve and I think that is really going to start with a dedicated power play coach. They need that; they really do. And it wouldn't surprise me if they shake up, you know, the power play units as well. I mean, we're going to see some big roster shakeups this off season. That's guaranteed. So we're obviously going to see changes on the power play units, but I think that those need a really, really big shakeup. And we need to really see what we can do to improve that and be able to hang in the postseason because we can't keep going down this battle. I said, you know, the Rangers series that, you know, maybe you could get, I mean, we obviously didn't, but maybe they could get past the Rangers if, you know, the power play stayed the way it was. Maybe you could get past them. We obviously didn't. But, Say they did and they got up against Tampa in the conference final, no way in hell they are getting past Tampa with their power play playing at the level it was. We saw that last postseason in the second round when we couldn't get past Tampa because the power play was stagnating so much. Absolutely not going to happen, and they're going to need to do that because, again, yeah, you may be able to get out of the first round. You may be able to get out of the second round. If you can't, if they're power plays like that. But conference final, Stanley Cup final, not going to happen. Just not going to happen. And one thing, you know, that I think Rod Brendamore he brought up during post-game, in-game, after game seven. I don't remember if I talked about this after that game or not. But we're going to talk about it now. Yeah, you talked about how the hurricanes were built
1: different. Yeah, you know, they have a really balanced offense. You know, and they don't have you know a dedicated goal score. They're built differently than other teams. And yeah, that's fine. These, this depth form is good. But it's good to. Have that where like, all right, come to the you know, team. They can't just you know look at guys. They gotta look at a whole bunch of different guys. But on the flip side of that, you need a you need someone that can really light up on the power play. You need someone that can light up on five on five. again. you look at all these other teams that are in the conference final. What do they have that the Hurricanes don't? They have a goal score. At least one of them. Edmonton, David, on dry side. Colorado, Nathan McKinnon, Osmond Kadri. New York, they got Chris Kreider, they got Mika Savanajad, Timmy Panarin. That Stevens Damco's Nikita Kucherov, and these guys have, have guys that can go down there and score goals. So they don't have a guy that could. Have a fifty-goal season. Yet, yeah, Sebastian probably close to I do think he could, maybe, maybe next season. But you, it can't just be him. They need some goal scorers. They need. And that is going to be something that I think they really, really need to pursue in either a trade or free agency. I got a guy that has been popping up a lot that folks are wanting to get is Philip Forsberg. Now, I don't know. No, but the move that, yeah, I agree. I think that could be a good move for the Hurricanes if they could afford it. You really need to make a move for I think, goal score. I think that's going to be big. Because, because you look at again power power play kind of stagnating and and often in the postseason, but also in the regular season as well. It stagnated and and they couldn't get anything. Yes, there's going to be involved with that. And every team will go through those times times where you're gonna struggle offensively. But it could't be happening to Hurricanes. Playoffs especially. And they need to get that can score some goals. It's going to be really, really big for them because your defense is great, but you got to have a good offense as well. And we got some people, it feels like there's one thing missing. That's a goal scorer. They need it. Yes, it can be Sebastian Achenaho, can't just be him You can't just be him and while I understand